0: life, choose your fest, choose a festival, choose a podcast, choose a name and location, choose headlining bands, comedians, dead or alive or broken up. Choose days of the week, a weekend, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, choose to hold it on one day on Hampstead Heath, choose a posh toilet, choose to invite your friends. Choose to invite nobody at all. Choose Jay-Z and Linkin Park's terminal 2004 collaboration mashup album, Collision Course. Choose Richard Blackwell getting the bus home on a Thursday evening. Choose sitting on that couch watching my numbing spirit crushing cricket matches or throwing your phone out the car because is split up. Choose rotting away at the end of it all, pushing your last in a miserable tent. It was cold when you went to sleep, but it's hot from the sun when you woke up. Choose Brent quotes. Choose Partridge quotes. Choose your fest. Choose life. But why would I want to do a thing like that when this is your fest, the podcast that's all about music festivals? I am one of your hosts, Johnny Yen, Johnny Sharples, and I'm joined as ever and always by my still mustachioed just about co-host, Tommy Stewart, Tommy, how are you doing today?
1: Uh, I'm good, mate. Yeah,
0: and uh,
1: I was trying to compare. Who would I be actually if I was if we if we were spotting? If we Renton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that. There, there's there's no two ways about it. Yeah, I'm actually bearded at the moment because um, as you'll probably hear in the upcoming episode, I've just I had a to wisdom tooth out the other day. I can only talk now because I've had quite a few painkillers and a few coffees, Uh, we've had to put off a couple of episodes this week, but I'm here, I am bearded for now, and I've got uh, two days left and then moustache gone for a month.
0: But we're not here to talk about dentistry, we're here to talk about music festivals. For anybody that's not listened to Your Fest before, do you want to give a brief explainer of what it's all about?
1: Yeah, every week we invite a different guest on to talk about their dream music festival. Uh, Three acts, three days, anyone, dead or alive, and they have to pick a name and a location for said festival.
0: And our guest this week is the fantastic comedian Olga Koch, who um, we both had a lovely time trying to uh, do our very best pronunciations of. Before she came on the podcast, uh, uh, Johnny who, was practicing in the shower. I was practicing in the shower all morning. Um, <laughs> but she's—you might have seen her on Mock the Week. You might have heard her on uh, podcast episodes like Private Parts or That's the First, which is Maisie Adams' amazing podcast. And we're very excited to have her on. She's very funny, and she is fantastic, Tommy.
1: Yeah, absolutely joyful episode. I mean, this—this—it will give you. A lot of joy on on this Monday morning or whenever you listen to it.
0: Should we get to it? Let's get to it. This is episode 19 of Your Fest with Olga Koch. Let's go. Let's go. Olga Koch, welcome to Your Fest and to the Your Fest Planning Committee. How are you doing today?
2: Hello! I'm so excited to be here.
0: That's lovely. Nailed it, Johnny. Nailed it. Thank you. We, we had some discussion before <laughs> the podcast started about my nerves around pronouncing Olga's name. And she said it was the best she'd ever heard it, which was either a really polite lie or just really polite.
1: Is that is that just all English people or anyone ever who said it?
2: I mean, I, I would say, let's say English because... Pe- <laughs> The last name is German and I am i will have to break it to the that Germans are better at pronouncing it. <laughs>
3: They're just <laughs>
0: better at so much. Football, yeah. making cars, pronouncing Olga's name. Are they better
2: at music festivals?
0: Oh, uh, no.
2: Have you ever no. been to a German music festival?
0: No. no. R- Rockham Ring, which is like a huge yeah. music festival, isn't it? And then um, is it Rockham Park or something similar?
2: I've been to Lollapalooza Berlin. That is my only experience in German music festivals, and it was fine. <laughs> fine,
0: fine. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Yeah, there's that um, Google review sorted.
1: <laughs> have you fine. been to any English festivals though, like Glastonbury or anything?
2: I haven't been to Glastonbury, but I've been to loads. I've been to Latitude, End of the Road, uh, Larmont Tree. Any any festivals that had a comedy stage, I've likely been to.
1: And where they on the scale of uh, fine to? Uh...
2: Oh, we go, So we're getting we're getting straight into it, aren't
0: we? Yeah, <laughs> you brought them up. We could have we could <laughs> chat about your, chat
1: about Well, me. I mean, usually at this point we're just we're just talking about the toilets. That's usually the first thing that gets brought up. But like, it's nice to actually talk about the festivals themselves first.
2: So I will preempt this by saying I I assume that everything I will say on this podcast probably has been said on this podcast before in some shape or form.
0: Well, you've already mentioned mentioned Latitude, which is uh, the most popular popular festival.
2: Well, that tells you everything you need to know about the socioeconomic status of your guests.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think Download's been praised once, which was by Ed Gamble, unsurprisingly, but everybody else just loves Latitude.
2: I don't know if I love Latitude. Actually, I love Latitude. I love Latitude. Please book me again. I love Latitude
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? You say that, Johnny, but it's only the mainly comedians. I mean, like Felix, Magic Gang, uh, what other musicians? or Nathan, Martha. Random yeah, none of them mention latitude. I guess it's like so Are we just name dropping
2: now?
0: <laughs> well, well, I mean uh, just, Taylor just Swift
2: be... <laughs> Beyonce.
0: Surprisingly, Beyonce Beyonce preferred uh, two thousand trees, which is an independent <laughs> festival, shot <laughs> now.
1: So No, she preferred uh Lollapalooza
0: Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it about like uh what do you think it is about Latitude that makes it stand out for everybody then? Is it the fact that it is so comedy focused?
2: That's a really interesting question. Um, I don't know. So essentially if I, I don't know how you compartmentalize the festivals in your life. I think uh, a pretty easy comparison would be um, Sleepaway rural versus city, right? So your your Primavera's, your Lollapalooza's Berlin's, your NASA lives. You're to a degree, anything that happens in Hyde Park, what's it called? I saw Justin Bieber there. Uh,
0: British oh, Summertime.
1: Um,
2: British Summertime, there you go. Or so like, um,
1: what's the other one? The one that has-
2: Oh, uh, All Points East.
1: Yeah, and then there's the one in Hyde Park that has all the hip hop acts that has like Drake and Skeptor every year. Shit, what's that called? Anyway, God, I'm sounding really old now, but yeah, carry on um
2: sure that one too uh or like s- sleep away ones and i think uh-huh. what what has oh and obviously governor's ball and whatever happens on governor's island in new york um and then i don't know i've lived in new york i don't know should i bring that up i don't know uh oh,
1: really? pretty uh pretty hip of you olga pretty cool I-, I don't know if you know this but um a little interesting fact uh, friends I believe was uh recorded <laughs> and filmed there also called Seinfeld as well I don't know I've not been there I'm a bit of a New Yorker file never been there
0: myself well they do call they call the uh, did you know they call New York the, the Salford of the States so pretty familiar bullshit. with that sounds. bullshit go <laughs> uh, on well, tell us more about New York I'm the,
2: the, the, I'm... the small apple um... <laughs> it's, it's the
1: core it's the core
2: uh, so yes, I think with age, I've been become increasingly disillusioned with sleepaway ones, because you you're kind of like your value for hygiene, uh, and your value for hooking up on MDMA. It just I think they just switch <laughs> with time, um, and so yeah. I've really really become more of a, of a city festival fan. But when it comes to city festival, I'm there. I'll see anything. I don't give a shit. I love it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm per- well. Yeah, that's 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 how um i don't know how old you are i i'm not i'm not gonna ask that would be rude but um how old are you uh, <laughs> i'm not so i'm 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 13 this does co- come uh, it's probably quite repetitive for our listeners but um when i got to like 26 27 that was the age i started kind of going Watching. off glass, well going <laughs> 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 well that's
0: it you're I still mean, waiting for that
1: <laughs> I'll have you know I'm very clean, actually, uh, to an obsessive degree, but um, I, uh, no, well, I suppose in a way I wasn't as bothered about it back then in terms of I would go to Glastonbury every year or, uh, you know, Reading Leeds and the like, and then when I got to 26, 27, I was like, oh wait, there's Primavera, there's festivals abroad where I can just stay in a hostel or an Airbnb and don't have to smell like shit or look like shit every day, so I am much more inclined. The older I've got, to those sort of city and day festivals.
2: Definitely, absolutely. You agree. You agree. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and that's been our, our podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're all in agreement. There we go.
1: <laughs>
0: no, nothing more to discuss. Oh, okay, you were you were born in Russia, so I'm going to have to ask: um, Are there any big Russian music festivals that? Uh, perhaps you've been to or know of, or is that not so, really a festival f- sort of country?
2: There are loads of festivals. There are loads of festivals. Uh, there's like, there are some festivals that have international names from what I remember. And I did move when I was 14, so I don't remember much. From what I remember, there's something called Maxodrome, which is, uh, which comes from Radio Maximum. And really Radio <laughs> Maximum is the rock radio station. So they'll have like, anyone who was relevant 10 years ago will headline. And this is to, like, absolutely no shade on Red Hot Chili Peppers and Red Hot Chili Peppers and really Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, <laughs> I don't even think that they were relevant 10 years ago. They were relevant 20 years ago.
1: Um,
0: I'm all here for throwing plenty of shade on Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, it's fine. Like I tried to throw some shade at Red Hot Chili Peppers when we had Ivo Graham and he defended them to the hills. So I'm glad that <laughs> you know what? I, I, them.
1: I feel like I did a bit, but then I I kind of, I'm having a bit of... Red Hot Chili, Pe- Chili, Pe- Chili Peppers revisionism in the, in the fact, I like some of their songs, but I don't know. I think I remember trying to get into them when I was 12, because I really like Californication and that cool computer game video. Through, who sit through Red Hot Chili Peppers albums? I don't know.
2: Okay, I have so many things to say about Red Hot Chili Peppers. First of all, I remember taking an English language course. I learned English it through teaching. Russian is my first language I learned and I had like a hip teacher to who taught me English and I remember one of the things we did was like go through song lyrics and I thought that was the coolest way to learn English ever and I to this day remember learning through Californication and the lyric space might be the final frontier but it was made in a Hollywood basement and being like what does this mean and he's like don't worry about it I'll explain it to you there's a conspiracy theory and I was just like this is so fucking cool <laughs> um so I have English, red hot chip to thank for uh, for learning English. Also, I, I think I come from a generation of girls whose first cool book they ever read was Scar Tissue by Anthony Kiedis. Um
1: I mean, I've heard it's a great book.
2: You guys, you guys, everyone remembers their first cool book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, the
0: very hungry caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> Those are the only two books I've read. To be fair, Tommy. So. <laughs> <laughs> we do actually have but
1: we we both have uh religious backgrounds but uh, Catholic backgrounds do you really? but, uh, not um not caterpillar backgrounds <laughs> as far as I know <laughs> 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 no my first call what was my first call but I, I think I oh that was it I think it was like a stone roses book that That's um cool. I got from my from my older sister
2: well not recent, as of recently John not Rob. very cool but <laughs> well
1: Ian Brown yeah but um yeah, when I was about 13, I think she gave me that book and she was about 23. And I remember, th- I remember, yeah, you're, when you have a cool book, when you're young, you'll kind of like carry it around like so everyone knows you're reading a cool book.
2: Yeah, dog-eared. One last thing I will say. <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I just say one last thing about Peppers? So want, you Peppers? I want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, and there will be a little bit of bragging in what I'm about to say, but that's just, that's just life. Um, I used to intern for a company called Warner Music Group. Very cool. And uh, we had like a guy come in and talk to us. And his whole specialty was that he was the comeback guy. He produced Santana's comeback album, the one that had Smooth on it. He, he produced the Train album that had like Hey Soul Sister on it, <laughs> uh, which was huge. And like ever since then, I have this like huge value for like bands that genuinely do come back with like a strong comeback. And I feel like Red Hot Chili Peppers were one of that those bands. When they came back with like Can't Stop and all that, like uh, By The Way. That By The was Way.
1: Weird. By and The was, Way is a, is a great song.
0: Uh, that was a massive album as well. I think I was like just leaving high school when that came out and it was huge standing in line to see the show tonight and there's
3: a light on heavy glow by the way i tried to say i'd be there waiting for danny the girl is singing songs to me beneath the marquee overload
0: right, i got, I got back it again with like danny california which was um, was, it Mom, stadium? was it was pretty stadium was, was that that long after though only like three or four years, years after maybe the next album after it but
1: um my
2: understanding is that by the way was the comeback because there was like quite a long yeah, time between but i may it be- was
1: yeah okay. I, I i i bought that do you know when you buy an album because of one song and then you're quite disappointed by the rest of the album that was that was what i heard by the way and it was at that age where, where I'd already heard Call but that was years earlier. And um, *What's Under the Bridge, obviously, that's always played, and that is a classic. Uh, but I bought, by the way, on the basis of I love that song, so sort I of like the rest of the album. <laughs> I was fairly disappointed by the rest of the album. But by the way, it's an absolute banger. Yeah.
2: Wait, I need to, is Zephyr's song on there? I'm looking that up song the track by, that, like that song,
0: by the way, I think, yeah. That's a nice I hated song. that song. I hated the video for it. I, I wasn't a fan, but you're like- What's the video? It's all like psychedelic-y and um, different colors, like like rainbow, everything. Very odd video. But also, Under the Bridge got covered. It's all about uh, Anthony Kiedis' heroin addiction. And then All Saints covered it, which was really Yes.
2: Yeah. Also, Gym Class Heroes covered it. <laughs> Did they?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Out. I didn't
0: know that. Shout out to Gym Class Heroes. <laughs> I think that's... Uh, it the on hip-hop our, emo what, band.
1: On, what's this? Our 18th episode? 19th? 18th, 19th? That's our first... Uh, the first ever mention of Jim uh, Class Heroes.
2: <laughs> I really hope I'm not wrong.
0: <laughs> what was that yeah, one we, Yeah, Class they did.
2: did, thank God. Yep, they did.
0: What was that one Jim Class Heroes song? It was the album really Punk
2: Goes 90s from. in 2006. Jim Class Heroes did. Ah,
1: yes. Take a look at
2: my girlfriend.
1: She's the only
0: one I got. <laughs> I never
3: seen it like a
0: It's been some time since we last spoke. This is gonna. Those Punk Goes like albums were absolutely incredible. Like, uh, some of them were like Punk Goes 90s, Punk Goes Pop, Punk Goes Pop 2, Punk Goes 80s. They were really good. Bring well, them back. It? Explain them to the listeners I, and me.
2: Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. They were just
0: like uh, cover, <laughs> cover albums of loads of like, emo and uh, pop punk bands like covering like different genres of song. So it's like, uh, shut up. Let, me, let me get one up um, on Spotify. So it's
2: like Radio 1 Lounge, but in an album.
0: Yeah, but it was like pop punk bands. Punk Goes Pop, I remember being quite good. Yellow Card. Stretch Armstrong covering Pink's Get This Party Started. Further Seems Forever covering Bye 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 by NSync. Ooh, nice.
1: Uh,
0: Thrice. Student Rick. Yeah, it was just, it was, they were uh, they were very of their time. Like All the big names.
1: All the big names, mate.
0: <laughs> All right. St- Stretch Armstrong, shout out to Christian uh hardcore punk. Um, I think that's a genre genre Christian. When
2: did you guys um, leave your religions? Are you still religious?
0: <laughs> well. Johnny, you, you 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 take this one first. Um, my parents are still very uh, religious, so and they'll be
1: listening to this.
0: Yeah, so shout out to Pam and Rog um, and their church. Hi. So um, yeah, but I stopped uh, going to church with them uh, in like when I was about 16, 17.
1: So my, mine aren't mine aren't uh, strictly. Um, so I went to Catholic school basically. My dad's a Catholic. Um, uh, my mom's Church of England. I'm 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 somewhere in the middle. But my dad had a divorce before he met my mom, so the Catholic Church don't like that.
0: And uh, okay. I'm, Tommy, I, I'm Tom, Tommy's I'm, dad is actually Henry VIII. If you, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, he's
0: still um... going.
2: <laughs> still trying to find the one.
0: <laughs> still rocking that syphilis.
2: <laughs>
3: he,
1: he had, I mean. He ended up having a boy, but he was disappointed with him, so he's still very sickly away.
0: boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, very sickly boy with a fucking wisdom tooth uh problem. But uh no, I I'm um, I'm not an atheist. I'm, I'm agnostic because like I I I think um I think Ricky Jabase and uh God who's the other one. The uh,
2: Hitchens? Cr- Dawkins uh, No
1: Dawkins. I think that I, especially after watching that South Park episode where they ripped atheism and they were like you, you can't rule out anything. An atheist, if you didn't have religion in 2,000 years, you just have two different forms of atheism as a religion. I was like, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense.
3: Richard, hold on. I can explain. Explain! How could I be so stupid? Richard, come back, please. Well, go ahead and leave, you atheist.
1: So, Gervais and Dawkins got so annoying. I was like, I'm not going to be an atheist because they're annoying, so... Yeah, I'm. I'm What's not. What's the agnostic Catholic.
2: rock rock scene like?
0: <laughs> it's neither here nor there. <laughs> Good.
1: Good. Oh, I mean, proper I,
0: joke. I, eighteen, like I, nineteen episodes in, and we've got a proper I, joke.
1: I, I still wear a Saint Christopher that like my mom got me when I was eighteen. So that's quite. But that's like more out of curiosity. It's supposed to keep you safe on your travels. But yeah, I don't know. If that's you're listening, cool, God. If you're listening, God, you know, I'm your boy. If you're not real, then
0: um, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) So to to sum up, Russian music festivals are all right.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, sorry. I completely went off on a tangent. I've been to one Russian music festival and at that Russian music festival. So, okay, so the very big Russian music festival scene is rural festivals. And I know like, I know that like when I lived in the States there was like hearsay of these like people who have private land and just go fucking crazy and on these like farms in Montana. So it, there's a huge scene of people are just like carrying, like carrying speakers into the Siberian forest and just going for it. Um, and I, I went to one. Um, really, really rural one. Like no toilets, only moonshine. Um, and you had to like get there by boat, like not ship, but like-
1: Sounds paddle. like fucking Game of Thrones.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 very, very, very <laughs> much so. And um, and it was honestly like one of the most traumatic experiences of my life. Like it was the so, so much fun. But then I remember just like moonshine really hits different because I thought that I was able to swim back <laughs> to the land. <laughs> which I obviously couldn't. So what my uh, cousins, because I was with my cousins who like have done this before had to do was paddle the boat. Cause there was, um, I, I was basically carried away by the stream and intercept me. So I would just essentially just collide Fuck. into the boat and they could pick me up. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> Russian, Russian festivals are hardcore.
1: Fucking hell, that does. I mean, did you know it was going to be like that?
2: No, God, because all my experiences before then were like, just like really sanitized yeah like wristband type of situations
1: I'm quite curious like I mean maybe not now especially post pandemic and stuff but I I feel like if I was 23, 24 I would definitely be up to something like that
2: yeah big time it feels like it feels like a more authentic experience obviously because now now just capitalism has ruined live music for all of us (laughs)
0: Like we, I think we've talked about that Foo Fighters documentary on here before, Tommy. But there's an episode of um, the go, Foo very Fighters good. documentary where they go into—I can't even remember what state it is—but they talk about how like bands like Caius and um, like stoner rock bands used to just rock up in the middle of the desert with a load of like amps and their instruments and they just everyone would go there and i guess it's a bit like burning man just like set fire to things and stuff and like that would be the way but like what burning
2: man think. wants to be not what it actually is yeah
0: because like you say <laughs> capitalism is just ruined setting fire to things now <laughs> as well
2: wait what's that book oh my god our band could be your life
0: yes it's an amazing yeah book. that
2: like that makes you think that like those shows fucking don't exist anymore do you know what i mean and even now there was someone i saw on twitter like basically there's this like Millionaire who's buying up majority stakeholders in a bunch of uh, independent venues because of the pandemic, and so like the DIY scene is basically being brought up.
0: Oh god, that's so sickening. And there's a bit in the Fugazi documentary that um, I showed Tommy where they play uh, like a school gym and they climbs into the. I'd seen it already, by the way, Johnny,
1: Mr. Cool Guy.
0: (laughs) I've seen that a multitude of times. But yeah, carry on. Gita Giotto climbs into the basketball hoop and puts his legs through it and performs upside down. And it's just like,
3: <gasps> oh, those that's things so cool. are just,
0: yeah. Like the whole DIY music scene. in the And you know what, you know what? Like it, it won't even, uh, I mean,
1: it's obviously not the same, but as uh, like kind of our era, my, like my era, even Arctic Monkeys and what they did, like, you know, doing it all through MySpace and things like that and selling out shows before there were even any videos of them out there, or it was like literally just word word of mouth and stuff online. Right? Like but even though the music's not necessarily about- that punk. That that's that was pretty punk, like in two thousand five. Gone.
2: But so was Old Town Road.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well,
2: yeah. It exactly. keeps happening, guys. It keeps happening. Is mark. MySpace still around? Should we? Should we go on
1: there? <laughs> should we reinvest <laughs> in MySpace? Where's Tom?
2: Should we become big on MySpace? That would be so <laughs> sick, though. That would be so sick to be like, I'm actually huge on MySpace.
0: Tom, <laughs> Tom MySpace Tom was the smartest like social media mogul because he sold like all his shares in yes. it. I think he might have sold them to Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake in a, and yeah. then he just became a photo- like a wildlife photographer and just disappeared.
1: He sold it for like, what it wasn't a do? stupid amount, but it was, it was something like, like 150, couple hundred million. It wasn't like billions, but he did it just at the right time where he could just live off it and go and live a normal life and do what he does. So, yeah, I mean, shout out to him. When when the, when the he's, you know, Zuckerberg is the other guy, then I'd much rather hang out with Tom.
0: Yeah, it feels like... He's already your friend.
1: <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> Another joke. <laughs> go on, Olga. Sorry, what were
2: you saying? Oh, I was just going to say, it was like... It feels like Evan Spiegel from... Snapchat yeah. should have should have done that but was too was too arrogant and now what what's Snapchat up to even <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry are you guys huge on Snapchat is We're this not- going <laughs> off <laughs> is this going going out exclusively on Snapchat sorry that observation was absolutely useless <laughs>
0: we've uh, got some I, good I, I, we've got some good house party material coming up later. So, uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like anyone above twenty five has uh, Snapchat
1: is probably quite problematic. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it's, yeah, sorry, it's, I'm gonna
2: be working on my fucking Bitmoji. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, oh. Should we move on to your your fantasy music festival, Olga? So um, to begin with, we're gonna need a name for it and a location.
2: Okay, I would like to say say my piece before I start this.
0: The floor is yours. Two things. First
2: of all, I have very lame music taste. I'm not gonna try and impress anyone or lie to anyone by like bringing up cool bands who are unsigned and use obscure musical instruments. I have very vanilla music taste. And at this point in my life, I've come to peace with it. I used to be pretentious. I no longer am. That's number one. Number two is the best feeling about music festivals is seeing a band and then remember like knowing the lyrics but having forgotten that you remember them so that mm-hmm. feeling of your mouth moving and your brain being like why is my mouth moving who are these people uh-huh. and i've had that i've had that moment twice in my life i mean i've had that a lot but, but two of the biggest times were seeing vampire weekend uh at yes. a festival in Maryland right before they came out with their third album and they were playing all the greatest hits and I hadn't listened to them in years and I just suddenly was singing along and it was infectious and joyous and incredible and the same thing happened a couple years afterwards when the killers headlined governor's ball and I hadn't listened to the killers in years and then all of a sudden they were like hit 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 and I didn't even fucking remember those that I that I knew those songs that being said, have you had those experiences
1: yeah, yeah, and you know what, I, f- I feel like I've had it with The Killers, and I'm you know what, I'm, I'm also surprised that no one's mentioned them so far, because, again, with The Killers, I remember, um, again, my older sister, I mentioned before, we gave me Stone Roses but she was like, oh, there's this band The Killers, and it was in 2005, so I was 15, and she said, yes, yeah, so she was 25, and I I copied that, you know, back in the day when you'd, like, copy a CD, like, put it in a, her laptop yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. and I got Hot Fuzz, and I remember thinking like this is the best fucking thing I've ever heard, and just telling everyone at school. And then, after, I think after the second album, I was like, I, I thought I was too cool for them. And then the last three or four years, um, I just kind of went back and listened to them. and kind of rediscovered a lot of my kind of like you know my Chemical Romance, a lot of like emo and indie roots from that time. And I realized, and then I watched The Kills at Glastonbury last year, and like they are such a fucking good band like I have no shame in saying that now at the age of 30. I feel like that guy from the age of 17 to 27 was a bit of a wanker for denying how good <laughs> the killers are because yeah. like are camp, they're glam rock, their indie, they're pop uh, and they'll yeah they're, and they did the cover with um they did this charming man at Glastonbury with Johnny Marr and they also did Um, Voice on My Mind with the Pet Shop Boys at Classroom Uh, last year uh, uh, and it's just like yes, like, they just embrace the campness and I love that in Uh, advance so yeah, shout out to the killers
3: Little things I should have said
2: Yeah, seeing Brandon Flowers and being like, you are just a Vegas residency waiting to happen. Like everything yeah, about you yeah. is perfect and ready to go. I, yeah, to a less, to a bit of a lesser extent, that's not fair. I think mm. maybe because I was listening to them recently, but seeing Yeah Yeah Yeah's yes on their like, basically reunion show at all points east. And the drummer oh, wow. was like, had a huge grin on his face because he wasn't enjoying it himself so much. And uh-huh. everyone was like singing along to these songs that they knew, but they forgot that they knew. Oh God, it's such a wonderful feeling.
1: So. I, I love it when a band does that when you can just see I, whenever I used to watch the Maccabees, um, and we've had Felix on this podcast, but like they just sort of smiled on stage. It's great when a band isn't trying to be too cool and they're just everyone's enjoying themselves because then the crowd yeah. kind of reflects that.
0: On, conversely sorry. conversely, I went to see the replacements on their reunion show and um they definitely did not want to be there, which made it even <laughs> more which made it even funnier the fact that they'd just done it because um, you could tell that they didn't want to. That they were just doing Yeah, it can work both
1: ways. Like the strokes the strokes never look like they want to be there. Yeah, they the still are cool as fuck.
2: I remember seeing MGMT absolutely look that they don't want to be there at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But
2: that's the vibe. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You
2: can't be like, hi guys, it's time to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. My Perfect Music Festival will be a, and I'm so sorry if someone has already done this, but it would be a reboot of Lilith Fair. Lilith
1: Fair, okay. No, no. Oh my God, you
2: guys froze the second I said that. <laughs> 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 Literally. Has this has this been said on the podcast before?
0: No, nope. you're the first one to bring it up.
2: You guys know what Lilith Fair is?
0: Nope.
2: Oh, okay. Do you know Johnny? No. Okay, I will. So Lilith Fair, let me tell you, I will give you the Wikipedia definition i growing up as a budding feminist lilith fair has always been like it's always like the butt of a lot of jokes um but it's, it was a concert tour i think warp tour uh a traveling music festival founded by canadian musician sarah mclaughlin um and basically it was it happened in 97 98 99 and it was i'm pretty sure all women main stage artists sarah mclaughlin cheryl crow tracy chapman jewel paula cole uh, the cardigans, Fiona Apple, Lisa Loeb, Indigo Girls, Meredith Brooks—that type. What? of type. And so what? I would do a, an inclusive Lilith Fair reboot. Um, so any anyone who identifies on any fem spectrum, so you could have non-binary, trans women, women, whoever, and they could uh, performers only only like that. And I would have. I would have uh, Lord, Siza Mitsuki King Princess, maybe, like, top billing. And then I would have all, like, and it would just be a wonderful, phenomenal, fantastic, just women's paradise.
1: Oh, amazing. That's, that's you know, I want to give a shout out to my mate, Charlotte, but they, well, they now uh, self-identify as Ellery. They are starting to uh, do the same Trying to do the same thing next year because they got fed up of uh, Redmond leads and basically all the... But but basically they're, they're doing a... They're starting a festival next year which is all um, non-binary or, or female. That is identified. sick and I'll be there. Yeah. Honestly? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Big up to them. Big up to them.
2: Oh, uh, I mean... Yeah.
1: All right. Can I, you I imagine? Love that. Can you I, imagine? Yeah. No, I, lo- I love that concept. Um, So let's do it. Well, let's let's run through it.
0: Uh, Pro, Are we are we calling it? Lefair yeah. Two or have we got a special. How we of need location?
2: Okay, so obviously, what is the most sapphic of all locations, if not Lesbos and island and the Greek islands? So we're put. We're we're, we're doing it in Lesbos, uh, so so it'll be like a beach vibe, very yeah. like nasalivi um, primaveri. I I want to say, I'm sure that there is a clever name for like a Lilith Fair, too. I just don't, nothing comes to mind. Do you have any ideas? Surely,
1: surely, well, surely because the alliteration, just like Lilith Fair Lesbos. Like, like, that's beautiful.
2: Beautiful.
1: Double L, double L or something. Lilith Fair Lesbos. What do you think, Johnny?
0: Yeah, I'll go with that. uh, Yeah. He's not satisfied. I wanted to go with Lilith Bose um, and try and combine the two words. But... okay
1: no i think that's oh less less fair let's say fair. less fair
2: like less fair but it's <laughs> less
0: <fair. laughs> are we doing the ph on the fair as well
2: <laughs> uh we to thank for? the woman that came before us
1: <laughs> oh okay, you you choose you you settle on one of them
2: i think i think less fair
1: less fair i i like that okay and um oh yeah you see lesbos johnny who else someone else has mentioned lesbos before
0: I don't think that, no. We had uh, Maisie Adam put hers in, uh, what's that part of Portugal called? Lagos in Portugal. Right? Oh, that's what I'm
1: thinking of. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, sorry. So um, was Lilith,
0: was I mean, Lilith,
2: I, I don't think it's nearly as gay, but
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> was Lily Fair a traveling festival originally then, like warp Tour? Yeah, it
2: and, was like warp Tour.
0: Because they always, they're always a bit weird because like, I get reading and Leeds, swap locations, and you're with the same bands like for two days. But like, if there's a band there that you don't like, you're in a band. Say you're in like what tour? You're in Alkaline Trio, and you don't like someone that's in Fall Out Boy, but you've got a tour with them around the whole country. That must be really annoying for fictional Matt well, Fever. From
1: sorry to sorry to mention Felix again. I don't I don't know why it keep, keeps coming up, but um, he said the same with whenever bands are touring Australia. So it's like the Maccabees like a fairly average sized British indie band and it's like we're on the same plane and going to the same place as Public Enemy for a month and it's like and you kind of become friends with Flavor Flav and you go into like every every place together um so yeah that's I, I mean really cool. yeah that's cool like I feel like with an Australian tour with a variety and diversity in bands it might be okay but it. When you say Warped Tour, it's probably quite a lot of toxic masculinity and angry white male punk pop and problematic bands. No offense. I'm not saying that about Al by the
0: way. Al Clanchier are wonderful little Satanists. I, element, I, agree, I, agree. I agree. I agree. I agree.
1: I um, agree. What days of the week? Oh,
2: yeah. oh, God. This is... this is all. Should we do it over International Women's Day on March 8th? Yeah. Oh, like the closest nice. weekend to that hopefully it'll already be warm there
1: okay so march 8th 2021 what, what day is
2: 2021 lesbos
1: march 8th 2021 what day is that
2: okay let me look that up are you guys mocking up a poster for this
1: yeah, Johnny actually does do
2: a bit of post. Oh my god, that's so cool. Um, okay, March eighth. Yeah, so uh, let's do the weekend of uh, Friday the fifth. So six, seven, eight. Last last day, Monday. Everybody fucks off.
0: Cool. <laughs> Tries to swim back to shore after they've uh, exactly. had too much moonshine. <laughs> we'll start off with the we'll start off with the Friday. Who is your big headliner for Les Fair? <laughs>
2: <laughs> fa- okay, well now that we call it Les Fair, we need to we need to we need to consider openly openly queer artists. So, but there's also this like I suppose obviously like niche of artists who are quote unquote gay icons that are themselves not necessarily gay.
3: True.
2: Like Lady Gaga. Yes. Or- um, OK, so uh, people who I definitely want there are Lord mitsky I want Angel Olsen there. Oh, I want love Olsen. I want SZA there. Oh. I want King, King Princess there. I want Sir Baby Girl there. I want Lady Lamb there. Oh, God, I want so many people, y'all. Taylor <laughs> Swift. We got to bring Taylor Swift. Yeah, gonna, we got to. But like she only is allowed to, to play her gay stuff. So all of folklore. <laughs> And some songs that are allegedly about Carly Claus. Um so wait. I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at my um
1: Well let's do it day by day. And you can also have support and acts and you know other stage people. Also, it's gonna do you like Taylor Swift's new album?
2: Yeah, I love Taylor Swift's new album.
1: It's great, isn't it?
2: How do you guys feel about it?
1: Yeah, I I, I well, you know what, I I'm a bit of a recent convert because my brother is a massive fan of hers and um, I was, you know, when Kanye released that uh, Life of Pablo four years ago, and then I I was very Kanye obsessed, and he kind of bad-mouthed doing that, and then Kim released that video of Taylor agreeing to the song. Basically, a load of bullshit. It turned out, like, unsurprising that Kanye and Kim were the twats there. So uh, (laughs) I, I was quite, like... Up until recently, I was very loyal to Kanye West, and then, not I still don't love his music, but I, I think the guy's really really ill, and someone just needs to like, you know, take him in, and he needs to take some medication. That aside, I was like, oh Taylor Swift shit, I listened, I I, but I was wrong. She's brilliant, and uh, my brother made me you know listen to her, and she's she's incredible, and seems like a really good person.
2: Thank I, you for saying that, that means a lot
0: I, <laughs> Johnny. conversely uh, Don't like that new album Because my girlfriend listens to it in the shower all the time And the only song she ever seems <laughs> to listen to Is The great, The Last Great American Dynasty The wedding
2: was charming If a little gauche There's only so far new money goes They picked out a home and called it Holiday House Their parties were tasteful Great American dynasty Who knows If she never showed up What could have been There goes The maddest woman This town has ever seen She had a marvelous time I oh gotta touch it. Oh, the storytelling. The storytelling. The storytelling. But the that's just
0: the only song that she's like, she's like in and out of the shower quite quickly. So that's the only song, and she'll always just play that one song just as she goes in. She's
1: she in it with she she wrote it with the guy from the national, didn't she?
0: Yeah.
1: Which is uh, amazing. I love.
2: Okay, national. guys, I'm ready. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's could, fr- we, we
2: could do a podcast about Taylor Swift. I have so much to say.
1: <laughs> so let's start one. Wait, okay, you and my so, brother can start one.
2: <laughs> so we could do. So if it's four days, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna have uh an like acoustic rock guitar women day. We're gonna have uh is that on R- Friday. Sure. Yes. Then we have R and B Day. Then sure. we have Alt Day. Yep. And then Oh God, I had another one in my head. So let's just, okay. So the first one, let's do Courtney Barnett. Yeah.
1: yeah she, Carlisle. She's she the New Zealand kind of. She's cooking, from Australia, talking. I think. Australia, okay. right, yeah. She's good. Uh, she's good.
2: She's good. Brandy Carlisle. Didn't she get no. a bunch of Oscars? Uh, Brandy Carlisle. Um, and then we're gonna have oh god this is so complicated I was not expecting how difficult this is gonna be <laughs> um wait so this is the guitar people and let's yeah. have let's have Tegan and Sarah <sighs> all
3: I want to know is can you come a little closer here come
1: Oh, I knew jelly
2: was going like that. <laughs> oh my god, guys! This is already my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> it very, very difficult to handle.
0: So okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell about Tegan and Sarah. I was never yes. really much of a fan of them. Um, really, but they did a song with um, "Against Me" um, a few years ago, which was really good. But then, really so loved. during during lockdown. We were watching uh, One Tree Hill a lot, and there's Tegan and Sarah's song in One Tree Hill, which I think is "Walking with a Ghost," and it's really, really, really good. And so I've gone back and listened to them, and yeah, they are incredibly good, incredibly, incredibly good. So I've, I've never had a reaction it. such such a
1: such a um, such a trigger switch prim- primitive
0: reaction from you, Johnny. As- <gasps> <gasps> I just, I don't know. They're one of those fans where I think didn't expect people to to pick them. And also, I you know, I'm quite new to them, so they've still got that quite exciting. Like um, me with the
1: replacements.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because they've still got that quite excitement about, you know, wanting to talk about them with somebody. But they are really, really good. And like you say, they're just for your for your day and for your concept, they're the ideal pick, I think.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay next day christine and the queen wait wait
0: sorry who's headlining who's headlining that day
2: of those three
0: uh-huh
2: who's the biggest
0: tegan, well, tegan see, and sarah historically yeah
2: i think tegan and sarah actually should we put christine and the queens that day as well and then they can all say
1: she makes more sense on that day yeah
2: yeah so we got four
1: yeah that's fine
2: and i think tegan and sarah are headlining that day
1: Cool. and we've got the r&b day on saturday then
0: also, we can, you know, Laura Jane Grace from um, Against Me, obviously she's, she's transitioned from the time where they did that song with, um, with Tegan and Sarah, but please, please get her on stage. Born, Born on the FM Waves of the Heart, that's the song that um, they're on with Against Me.
2: If anyone is in the orbit of that, they get free tickets and they just can come over and and duet with whoever they want.
0: There we go. (laughs) Laura Jane Grace, this is the second shout-out that she's got on the podcast um, with Against Me. So she can come, yeah, get her on with Tegan and Sarah and I'll be happy. Perfection. I'm into it, let's go. I'll watch it on iPlayer.
2: (laughs) Are we doing R&B Day?
0: Yes. R&B Day, Saturday. Kalani. Yeah.
2: Hot as hell. Cizza,
0: oh yes.
2: Haley Kyoko. yeah. And oh god, this is killing me. It's we're not gonna include everyone I would have wanted. This is killing me. Can we do Dua Lipa? She is pop, yes. but I think she would she would vibe.
1: Oh yeah, um, she's she's fantastic. Cizza S- is another um, of my brother's favorites. He's got a really? Oh my frame, god, I feel like me and your brother need to hang out. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He's got framed pictures like the thing he's he's like a straight like straight identifying like white male, but he is like absolute like his music taste is so, you know, like, female pop and um it's great. It's funny because I'm bisexual and like mine's quite like uh, lavy and hip hop and stuff. But he's got his always his posters on his wall is like Rihanna. Uh, Taylor Swift, uh, Scissor, and stuff. But yeah, That's you'd, you'd get on.
2: The fact Me. that both of you still have posters on your walls is also <laughs> so retro and so cool.
1: Yeah, it's, it's childish. I, I remember someone saying this during the start of lockdown when all these Zoom meetings, it's like, even like, I didn't know you had a son. And <laughs> then <laughs> <laughs> my mate said, you look like, you look like you've got the room of what a 13-year-old would imagine a 30-year-old's room, room to look like. <laughs> like. yeah, that's fine. That's fine.
0: You, just need, you, need a, you need a Pulp Fiction or a Reservoir Dogs poster <laughs> or the Choose Life um, poster from Train Spotting.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. It's fine. Um, so who's headlining that day?
2: Who did I just list? I'm blanking.
1: Kalani Scissor. Uh and uh Dua
2: Dua I think Scissor Somebody get the tacos, Somebody about to blood let's start the knuckles off in episode one. Bring the ginger juice, bring the sin that the oh, shut up, no you my face. Has an album coming out, and I feel like that it's it's a it will be like a maybe her first performance in like back that would be cool.
0: You're like that guy that got the um, all the bands back, the guy that's responsible for Train's comeback album. you <laughs> for- Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: This yeah.
2: <laughs> Oh, that is my dream job. Okay, <laughs> next day is sad day,
0: which, oh. which,
2: which is Angel Olsen, Mitski, oh. Lord, and Saint Vincent. Oh, my really? God. Oh. <laughs> I can't breathe. This is so bad.
0: Well. Lord, Lord is um, one of those people that's absolutely massive, but at the same time still seems to retain, like, indiness, like, undergroundness. Credibility, yeah.
3: Yeah. Though we're fine with this, we didn't come from money. But every song's like gold teeth, grey goose tripping in the back. In the hotel room, we don't care. We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams, but everybody's like crystal, Maybach, diamonds on your timepiece, jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold leash.
2: We don't care. We aren't caught up in your love affair, and we'll never be royal.
3: It's a one in our
2: blood
3: that kind of looks just ain't for us. We crave it. To
0: quite strange she's like a, also she's like I, the agno- I'm not an agnostic musician <laughs> <She's>...
1: <laughs> I've been watching um, South Park constantly lately and there's that series where Randy I don't know if you guys watch South Park I'm just saying this so I can put a clip in of Randy pretend pretending Hi, he's Lord
2: Lord yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Lord 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 <laughs> I am Lord <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: I'll never be royalty, ya, yeah, ya, yeah, ya. Yeah. But that'd be nice, cause that'd be nice fantasy. Woman's bedroom spells so nice, ya, yeah, ya, yeah, ya, yeah, ya, yeah, ya. Yeah. And we'll never be Lord
1: Lord Lord. Lord, Lordy, Lord, Lord. <laughs> Which is brilliant. Um yeah, Lord is another good one. Angel Olson, and this is the third and fucking final time I mentioned my brother. We went to see her.
2: Okay, um, can I meet your brother? He yes, sounds yeah. sick.
1: Rich? Genuinely.
2: <laughs> Rich! Does, um, he, does he actually like Angel Olsen?
1: Oh, well, pro- that's probably his okay. Favorite. Actually,
2: Okay, actually bring him in because I have to show him something because I bought something. One second.
1: Okay. He's in a work meeting. I'm going to message him.
2: <laughs> Lame. I have something to show him, but okay.
1: Um, so, but we have a good, basically the, the, the quick story we had about it is... Um, It was not long after we saw her at Primavera and it was like probably two months after after our best friend died and so it's like emotional time anyway and he just, bless him, he cried his eyes out through that set and she is, yeah, she's one of the best people I've seen live. Absolutely incredible. Mm So, yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I'm not.
2: And she's heartbreaking as is.
1: Oh yeah, beautiful as well. Oh, okay. What what was the thing you were going to show anyway?
2: Oh, basically she has a song called Unfuck the World and she was uh she released limited edition merch, which are these earrings that say Unfuck the World.
1: Oh, sick. That's so cool.
2: Um yeah.
0: Still in their uh, still in their packaging to retain the value, obviously. Yeah, exactly.
2: There. I will resell at Lesbos. I will <laughs> <laughs> at Fair. Just
0: outside with a blanket on the floor, selling you know dodgy merchandise that's unofficial, badly printed shirts, <laughs> <into it. laughs> replica earrings. It's all good. So are we haven't that day. This seems like Lord is the obvious headliner, but Saint Vincent's massive as well, isn't she? So.
2: Saint Vincent. The thing is, you need to think about who Lord is massive, and I'm happy to have our headline. That being said, you're thinking about the demographic of the festival, and to them, could Saint Vincent or Minsky mean more? I don't know.
1: Minsky. Wait, who is else? Did I I, say? Angelos oh, Mitski, Lord, and Saint, yeah, you've mentioned okay, Saint great. Vincent. Um, is someone. Um, a lot of my friends are really into. I've never, I've never properly listen to Mitski so what I'm asking is where 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 should I start just all of it
2: Tommy Tommy I'm not kidding I have made beginner Mitski playlist for my friends and I'm happy to forward it to you if you that would would be
1: fantastic your
2: heart but if you do there's no going back and I need you to know that.
1: (laughs) I've heard this I've heard this yeah people are very emotionally invested with Mitski
2: she is phenomenal uh my phone case is her nobody music video Um, I'm just surrounded by merch of sad
1: women (laughs) Don't worry, I'm I'm surrounded by posters (laughs) uh, Of sad men uh, (laughs) Cricket players and stuff (laughs) And it's nothing to do with the fact that I'm lonely
0: (laughs) (laughs) Should we move on to your, your additional day? You wanted an additional day, you wanted a Monday
2: Yes, I want that to be internet day no, it's internet slash sex day. So it's like sexual people who are also big on the internet. I feel like that will be like a real <laughs> horny day because the people s- staying over for that extra night are going to mm. be like the real Les heads. <laughs> 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 I mean this lovingly. So it's going to be King Princess. It's going to be Megan the Stallion. It's going to be Doja Cat.
1: I mean, it's only by association with Megan Thee Stallion, but uh, Cardi B, she's newly single.
2: Yes, could do, could do. But I think is.
1: She's pretty straight, isn't she?
2: Yes, which is like not an issue if she's not an, an ally. Yeah. Have we had Brandy Carlisle any of the nights? Yes, we did. First date didn't, don't we?
1: yeah but also it would be
2: insane to put her on that day oh Oh. kim petrus obviously kim petrus
1: My brother's here, by the way. Hi. Um, you, you, you guys need to talk for like a minute.
2: Hi. Uh, my name's uh, Olga.
1: Olga. Hello.
2: Hi. What's your name? Uh, Sorry. You've my been name's talked Rich. about a lot. Hi, Rich. Okay. <laughs> um, Rich, it turns out that you and I have exactly the same uh, music taste, which makes me okay. so, so happy. And I <laughs> got a piece of merch that I think only you will appreciate because no one else understands it. It's. Um, okay limited edition unfuck the world earrings
1: oh wow amazing
2: that's it amazing. that's all i wanted to say great. <laughs> can,
1: can you send them to me <laughs> sure
2: just give me so, your address T- tom's
1: just showing me the uh the okay Scissor, yeah, Lord, Scissor, Lord. Taylor yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome ticks all my boxes <laughs> okay I'm, I'm, please there.
0: Put that on the poster. Take yeah, some on I've, my boxes, Rich.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, I think, I, yeah, I saw Angel Olsen and cried uh, one Just of the two times I saw her. So, yeah, <laughs> Did you emotional. see her at Union Chapel? No, uh, we saw her at the Ritz recently and then watched her in Barcelona at Primavera. Primavera get another shout-out on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, like, I think S- the you know the song Sister on yeah. My Woman. That's like that just gets me every time. The big outro bit at the end. be right 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 in the right this in the is, fields in the fields yeah. music
2: to my ears this is the best conversation I've ever
1: had my are, life. Are, you, are you um are you into snail mail
2: no I mean I know I know the name uh, but I can't say that I'm into listen it. listen
1: I, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, you love yeah. Snail mail. that's like very team angst it. grungy kind of but also emotional like that's one of my favorite albums the last like and lesbian years. as well right like this like this <laughs> Yeah, 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 I must be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can go now. Yeah. All right, cool, night. No. Nice to meet you. you, have a great yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, Thanks, you too.
2: Following them now. Me. Okay, there you go. you got... thank you so much. Uh, that was a life-changing experience for me. Also, what is that on your shirt?
1: <laughs> oh, well, awesome. you
2: <laughs> oh, I thought you were drooling it's... from your wisdom tooth hole.
1: Well, well <laughs> my mouth can only open so far, so I, I have been like... <laughs> Hence why I'm wearing like a jumper, like a 15 year old jumper. Um, yeah, I'm supposed to be going to the cinema later. Like I'm going to be an absolute mess. But
0: he's he's I... lying. They're just they're tears from when he remembered seeing Mitski. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Sure. So
2: the last day is Kim Petrus the last person because she's Petrus. amazing and she's hilarious, and her song "Death by Sex" is my top 10 favorite song.
3: Death by sex Oh, death by sex Yeah, sex, sex, sex Yeah, death by, death by sex
1: Oh, death by sex oh, I'ma give it to
3: you best Yeah, sex, sex,
1: sex girl. Brilliant, brilliant um I mean, what a... What a fast... This is, you know... I was, I was telling John before this, I was like, I have had such a, <clears throat> obviously with this fucking tooth, but then like really busy with work shit and that. Woke overslept today because I couldn't sleep till about 9 a.m. with all this tooth pain. This has really perked up my day. It's really started my day. Yes. <laughs> and I feel I feel like I'm Glad. I, I want to be, this festival, I, I, I don't know, feels like one I really want to kind of be at. It feels you like a lot a of joy. Fair?
2: You guys going to Les Fair?
1: I mean, I'm bisexual, so I'm a. Can I? I, I know I'm. A white everybody's male, but... welcome. It's okay. one of
2: those things where, like, you know how everybody's welcome at Pride, but straight people at Pride just need to know their place. That's, I feel like yeah. that's what I'm envisioning for Les Fair.
0: Yeah. Johnny, are you coming? Yeah, but from the sounds of it, I'll just have to sit in the corner and wait for Tegan and Sarah to come on and <laughs> keep, my, keep myself to myself, <laughs> 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 not speak. <laughs> Unless
1: spoken no, it's really no it's it's made me happy it's made me happy this thank you Olga oh
2: thanks guys
0: uh Tommy do you want to go through Olga's festival in full for us
1: yeah Olga's festival so it's uh mostly it's a non-binary female identifying people or allies of the LGBTQ communities and it's called we've settled on Les Fair, and it's in Lesbos um and it is based around International Women's Day 2021, which is March the 8th. So we'll go for the fri- Friday, March 5th, and then the following Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So Friday's Acoustic Rock Day. It's, we've got Courtney Barnett, Brandy Carlile, Christine the Queens, and is Tegan and Sarah. Saturday's R&B Day, Kalani, Hayley Kiyoko, Keo- Julie and headlining is the absolutely fantastic Scissor. Sunday's Saturday, sad day, but it's all right because we got Monday to pick it back up again. So we got Angel Olsen, uh, Mitski, St. Vincent, and headlining is Lord. Monday is inter- <laughs> internet slash sex day. we got King Princess, Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, and headlining is Kim Petras. Is that, I don't that think Kim right?
2: Petras would headline to be...
1: Okay, okay. I don't she, think she she's she's there. just went fourth. Who's, I think Megan
2: would headline.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So Megan Thee Stallion's headlining, Olga Koch. Did I say it right?
2: Yes. Well done.
1: Thank you for coming on your first. what? A Thank festival. you very much.
2: Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun.
0: And we've, a we've, of fun. we've went to pro- pronounce German properly as well. So it's been a real, <laughs> a real journey <laughs> all across the continent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much.
2: Thank you so, so much. Have a wonderful day.
0: That was episode 19 of Your Fest with the fantastic Olga Koch. And um, Tommy particularly really enjoyed every single facet and aspect of that podcast. It put a massive smile on his moustached face. (laughs)
1: on <laughs> my bearded face uh yeah no it was uh i i feel like i, I don't know i, I was in the, the day we recorded that i was in a bit of a bad mood because of my teeth oh. um but it yeah i hope it puts as much of a smile on your face as it did mine and it was the first kind of i think it's probably the first time on on you know on broadcast uh and at least in my voice in public i've spoke about it, uh my sexuality and stuff so it was just it was really nice it made me very happy
0: very inclusive festival I was even invited so that was really nice if you enjoyed this
1: episode.
0: <laughs> first time for everything, it. If you enjoyed this episode of Your Fest, you can follow Olga on Twitter at Rock and Rollger, a lovely little uh, best poem.
1: handle ever. Best up ever there
0: with ever. Dame Back tweets. You can follow your fest on Twitter and Instagram at your fest podcast. You can follow me on Twitter. Definitely don't follow me on Instagram. It's really not worth it. At Johnny Gabriel. And you can follow Tommy on Twitter and Instagram at
1: Tom just you.
0: And you can probably find Tommy's uh, Movember um, fundraising pages on there as well. You are fundraising. Yeah,
1: well, I, I, I'm going to put that up. Uh, yeah, by this, yeah. when this is going out, it'll be up. It's basically, uh, well, a charity you're big with as well, John, I think, uh, Mind. And my uh, lockdown's been hard for everyone. Uh, one of my best friends, her younger brother, only 20 years old, he... He committed suicide recently, and this is the thing me and Johnny care about quite a lot. Um, yeah, so only 20, so I'm going to be doing the reverse moustache, uh, which is quite a big fucking deal for me, actually. And my mate Charlie, whose uh, brother, like, absolutely tragically killed himself, she's very appreciative because she knows for my ego and my look and my vibe. It's quite a big deal. So, yeah, uh, the, the links will be on my Instagram and my Twitter.
0: So go and sponsor Tommy uh, to shave his moustache off. Go and listen to Church Party. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, go and listen to uh, Collision Course by Jay-Z and Linkin Park. Go and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a review. Leave some nice stars stars, behind us. Tell your friends about it. Um, And we'll be back again next week with episode 20. Somehow we've released episode 20 of Your Best. And we'll see you then. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye.